what is going on guys it is your boy tk oh my gosh did you hear that in my throat <clears throat> excuse me all right let's try that again you know i might keep that first intro in but here we're we're gonna do it again all right what is going on guys it is your boy tkd was here back in place source this is of course road to ps5 the weekly podcast about any and all things playstation 5 as we head towards the release of the playstation 5 with me of course my luxurious co-host the iraq night how are you doing good sir i'm doing well how are you i'm uh you know doing good chilling it's it's really oddly quiet on a on a saturday morning in the city that i'm in tempe arizona if you, will. you know is it usually not quiet it's usually not. There's usually sirens. There's usually like construction going on. Uh, hooligans playing basketball, if you will. You know, kids on my lawn, perhaps. You know, but this morning now it's been not pretty quiet. It's weird. It's 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 eerie. You know, the calm before the storm. The calm before the storm of the PlayStation Five, because this is of course Road to PS Five. You can catch the show here on YouTube.com slash PlayStation Source as well as your favorite podcast service every Sunday morning at 10 a.m. by hitting the anchor link down below to find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Podcasts, Spotify, and any other major podcast service, or by just searching PlayStation Source Podcast Feed. To support the show, you can, of course, like and subscribe, as well as become a member of the channel by hitting the join button or the link in the description. The Prince tier and the King tier are $1 and $5 respectively, giving you access to different channel badges, emotes, as well as shouts and all PSS content, just like the homies, Caleb Kaiser, Bastro Brody, Arachnite, and the homie Owen. Follow us on other platforms such as Discord and Twitter down below in the description. And I guess some housekeeping as well. You know what I'm saying? If you guys are listening to this on the YouTube channel or, of course, on Anchor, you know what I'm saying, on your favorite podcast service, Road to Miles Morales is live as of, as of this recording. And uh, by the time you hear this, it is, it is also live as well. We went over who is Miles Morales and what happened to Peter Parker's face. You can check all that out on episode one. Road to Miles Morales. So from here on out, for the foreseeable future, you'll you'll be getting Road to Weekends. You'll get Road to Miles Morales on Saturdays, and then Road to PS5 on Sundays. So you get a little podcast fill for your weekend, grind out some games, listen to us. You know, may I pump my vocal cords into your eardrums? You know, I don't like the yeah. The I didn't like it pump. either. Hmm. Pump, huh? No. Did 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 you ever go to pump it up as a kid? No, what? what? What is that? You don't know what pump it up is? No. What the? Dude, pump it up was like a uh, it was like a venue that uh, you could reserve, and um, it was like a bunch of like inflatable like slides and different stuff like that. You Dude, know what I'm saying? How like yeah? I didn't what? even go to Skateland until I was 20 years old. The hell is Skateland? This skateland is like this like roller skating thing. All you oh, do is roll. It's like ice skating except with roller skates. I no have been to one of those, and I got it. It was for a birthday of mine, and I got a blue CD player, like a massive ass blue CD player, right? And I got the High School Musical soundtrack. <laughs> yeah. Uh, throw back to Makudu's Island. You ever go to that? I did. I went once. That was fire, bro. Yeah, I Makuta's Island was a staple of my childhood. Yo, I went there once, and that was life changing. Ten out of ten. Ten out of ten. ten. Out of we need an adult Makuta's Island. Yeah, it's called Mill Avenue. <laughs> oh. Is there a zip line on Mill Avenue? 
I don't think so. Hey. I bet there is somewhere. I bet there Some, is somewhere. Somewhere. We'll find it. Oh, man. But we're not going on Mill Avenue. We are indeed playing some games. Rackman, what, ha what have you been playing this week? I think, know. like, we've been playing. Well, I've been playing. I think what a lot of us have been playing. A lot of squadrons yeah. and a lot of crash. Absolutely. Is there something in specific that you haven't played? I mean, I'm sorry, I worded that completely wrong. Wow. Is there something in specific that I also have not played that's like unique to you? And then we'll probably co-op the conversations on Crash 4 and Squadrons, you know? Just, I've, I've still been playing some near Automata. Uh, I've been nice. playing through nice. DMC, like DMC 3. Mm. Like going through, uh, I finished one, two, I, I no, I'm not going to play two. I played it once. No? That was enough. Two is Did bad. You know, Two is bad. I played through DMC one, but I couldn't get past the final boss. Oh yeah, we, we've so, talked about that. It bothers me to this day. It's so bad. It still irks me, you know, mm. in my soul. I, so someday I'll go back and finish it. You should. I believe in you. Thanks, man. Much love. Much, much love. Much love. Other than but, that. Uh, yeah, DMC three is treating you well. Yeah, yeah, no, it's still really fun. Like I've been on like a hack and slash kind of grind lately, and it makes sense because you can't uh, play DMC five special edition on PC. All right, thank you. I didn't mean to salt the wound. Pain. But... <laughs> Pain. Pain. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else you've been playing besides uh, DMC three? Um, other than that, no. It's been a busy week. I feel you. I feel you. Let's just get right into it, man. Crash 4. What the hell? This game, I'm having a great time with it. Right, man. I think it's very fun. I know you are uh, having a whole different experience because you are definitely going for that platinum. Yeah. Much, you know what I'm saying? I definitely feel you on that. Um, how has that been from that perspective specifically? Pain. So I know that the Insane Trilogy was pain for a lot of people as well. For that platinum in specific as well yeah. is 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 this one on the same barometer like is it is it similar uh, what are we looking at um i think it's harder no oh um, i guess that's not that not that it's, wild it's harder than it, like the game itself is not harder than crash one getting the platinum is harder than crash one. Oh really because with Crash, Crash 1, the level, there are a lot of levels, but the levels are a lot shorter. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, for the uh, the time trials, you don't get checkpoints for the time trials. You, oh, you don't? No. Oh, so you just got 100% the whole level, like, legit. Yeah. If you wow. die, you're back at the beginning. Wow. Wow. So, okay. Oh, wait, there is one thing I do want to ask you. Are you playing on classic mode or on modern mode? Uh, I'm doing modern for my first playthrough. Yeah, yeah. And I think overall, uh, you, you know what? Let me jump to that point later. Finish off what you were saying, actually. So the time trials are rough. Um, the getting the insanely perfect runs is rough. Um, one of the one of the tunnel levels it took me an hour and a half to get the insanely perfect run because I kept messing up at the very end. No way. And you can't die. You have to do everything in one run. All the boxes. Uh, Are you all, kidding me? All the me? Wumpa fruit. 
everything wow. in one run. If you die, you have to restart the level. Hey man, I mean, you you know what? I I give kudos to Toys for Bob, you know, for saying like, yo, this is our platinum. This is what it is. You know? Like this is not going to be fun. Yeah, yeah, this is this, uh, is, this yeah. is a trial. Wow. So wow. That that like I I've gotten the insanely perfect run for a lot of a lot of the levels, but there are you have to get thirty eight of them, thirty eight perfect runs through the levels. <sighs> wow, and like what I think definitely makes that harder for sure uh, is that the the overall game from level to level I feel like personally has been definitely designed towards the modern type of mode as opposed to the classic mode which oh, yeah. of course uh you know for those that are unaware classic mode is what you know and love from crash right you get lives throughout your levels and if you're in of lives you start all the way from the beginning right uh with with modern mode there is no live system you just respawn at the nearest checkpoint that you have attained within the level right so it definitely makes it a lot more easier but with that being said, in how the game is designed to be definitely more of a modern type of mode instead of classic, is that the levels are very long, which I like. I actually really, really, really like the change where you only have like what, maybe four, five, or six levels within a world, as far as I've played, uh, which I've put about three hours into the game. Um, uh, so, so there's about I want to say four, five, or six levels within a world. Uh, that I've played that they are just super long. So there's like a lot of different things you are doing from world to world. I mean, from level to level. Um, and they're just super elongated, which I actually like a lot. I, I think it's neat. Um, I think it kind of, you're, you're able to experience like a lot of different aspects of the game within a singular level. And it feels like you're going on a journey. You know what I'm saying? Like it, like there's like a bit of a narrative, not like narrative, like, Oh, here's a story, but like there's a there's a kind of like a story to what to what Crash or Coco or uh oh my god, you said her name, I forgot Tana. her name. Oh my god. Tana. Yeah, like Tana goes through and yeah, I I like this game a lot oh, yeah. because of what Tana introduced. Like apparently what so so she's an alternate version of yeah. the Tana that we saw in Crash One. Yeah. And alternate universe. Yeah, and she alludes to like her also being separated from Crash and Coco in her reality, but it seems like there was some suspect stuff going on. The way she had her like, her her whole you know facial gestures, and uh, I love how you can go back and play Tana's levels to see how she got to where you're at in the story when you guys converge. That is so cool, man. Like that is that is neat stuff. I think I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna go through the game Golden Path right, and then go back and play. Tana stuff and whoever else gets introduced because I feel like maybe that's how we get Cortex and stuff like that and like there's there's much more of a broader narrative yeah no in this that is really really neat I've I've really been enjoying my time with Crash 4 like it's it's a lot of fun I'm yeah even though it's it's a pain in the ass (laughs) like I'm gonna be I'm gonna be straight up the loading screens do not help because Dude. every time you anytime you have to restart, it's a thirty second loading screen. Bro, it's 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 a meaty loading screen, man, and it's just black. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. you know, I mean, it, 
it is what it is, right? But uh, we are definitely getting on that point where like the 40 days left until we get PS5 cannot come sooner. Oh, you know? yeah. Like, those loading screens are gone. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait to have limited to no loading screens for the majority of different games, hopefully. Um, but yeah, definitely Crash 4 loading screens are definitely a lot. Definitely gonna sit there for a little bit, you know. Um, but it is what it is, man. Yeah, but at least when, when the game loads, it's a great time. Super fun. Um, I feel like it, it definitely is, for the most part, very, very reminiscent of the previous Crash games, which I feel like it definitely needed to be. I know some people were wanting, like, something different and, like, wanting Crash to, like, just evolve from the mostly on-rails type of level design. But I think what they do here, uh, you know, with the level design, given the uh, wantingness to stay to the roots as a Crash game, I think they do a lot of cool things. I love the different masks that add so many cool different gameplay elements that I think are really, really smart and that were able to... And that, you know, through those masks, they were able to definitely make some really cool design choices from level to level that make it new enough and that make it interesting, you know, and not feeling so same, same, you know? Well, I don't understand the people that have been asking for a different kind of Crash game because we've gotten different kinds of Crash games. Like we got, uh, what was it, like Crash of the Titans and then Mind Over Matter, Twin Sanity. And those games, those games great actually right right um actually i think what i heard was that they were i think a little bit let down that going into crash 4 a new installment in the mainland crash game series that we're still doing the same linear type of platforming experience i think that's what was the criticism you know which i don't really share i i think that they have done enough here with with this that definitely makes it feel unique and there's a lot of new different challenges with those masks i honestly think that it is the mask that like really 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 do it for me you know it's it's combination of the masks having a lot of different um uh people that you play as in the game that offer really really cool stuff for the overall like narrative and everything like having tana stuff and being able to go back and see all that i can't wait to do that like like that sounds so cool you know Big fan. Big fan. Big, big fan of Crash 4. Um, and in terms of difficulty, it's definitely in the Crash 2 region of difficulty. Yeah. I don't feel like it's as easy as Crash 3 or definitely not as hard as Crash 1. But I do feel like it's waning towards the Crash 3 side of things. I hear that there's a spike in difficulty towards the end of the game, which I can't wait to get to that then. Um, but at least with my first stream, it was it was pretty much smooth sailing. For the most part, I think. I don't think I really got stuck on anything, per se. Oh, I have to compliment. Oh, my God, Arachnite. Arachnite. I have to compliment the first boss battle. Oh, my God. Dude. Oh. That was fun. Oh, man. As someone who was a diehard Guitar Hero fan back in the day, I'm sure a lot of people were, right, in our age group. But that was so fun man that was one of the most fun boss battles i've had this whole gen i swear i loved it i loved it this yeah definitely boss battles in this game blow the previous games out of the water tenfold like oh my god dude they are so fun man. so fun big fan big fan of it but yeah 
Crash 4 has been great. And uh, I guess uh, it's about time we've experienced it. <laughs> we are done with Crash, but we take to the take take to the to the to the Star War. You know what I'm saying? How's your Star War doing with the uh, Star Wars Squadrons, Arachnite? It's it's definitely a lot of fun. Like mm -hmm. it's flying around, like balancing power and all that is it like I was I was really excited to start playing. Yeah. I, I didn't quite get that same feeling of wonder that I got from Fallen Order, but this isn't that kind of game. This is, you know, just... You're in the Star Wars universe. You are the pilot. You get to shoot things. It's fun. Like, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, for me, like, if we're... If we compare it to Fallen Order, right? I feel like Fallen Order, of course, does a excellent excellent job at making you truly feel like a jedi in that period post order 66 right mm -hmm. um you know obviously that's not new we've had plenty of star wars games that make you feel like you are a jedi right it's definitely not new um but in a similar vein that like battlefront makes you really feel like you are an infantryman in a star war you know on the ground right I feel like they took both of those philosophies and like, all right, how do we make players feel like a pilot in a Star Wars? And I really think that in spite of its four dollar pass, its four dollar price point, in spite of its limited scope in game content overall, I do think that it does a very, very well job and definitely does the best job at a Star Wars game in my recent memory that has made you feel like a pilot in a in a Star Wars battle, you know, um, like, and for, for for those that I guess have no idea what this game is, think of Battlefront Two space battles, right? Yeah. But blown up and like focused and like this is the main thing, um, and I am having a lot of fun with it. I think it's really fun. The controls I feel like are definitely something that you got to get used to, but I think once you do, I'm finding myself doing a lot of moves that. I'm getting the muscle memory for. Like, I'm really getting that muscle memory of piloting my ship, whether it be X-Wing or A-Wing, um, and different aspects like that. Like, it's like it's definitely uh, growing on me with the controls, even though at first it was kind of finicky. But I think it's really great. I think it's really cool. Of course, it has the the sights and the, and the feelings and the sounds of Star Wars, of course. So, you know, if you're a fan of... If, if you're a fan of Star Wars, you definitely have to get this game. Oh yeah, it's a lot. Of you know, fun. yeah, like like I am a sucker for Star Wars. I'm a huge fan, so this was a no brainer, right? Like obviously, um, uh, I do feel, and I'm starting to get the get the tone that the story isn't going to be as in depth as I'd like it to be. And you know what? Maybe I was expecting too much out of a forty dollar limited scope game. Like, hey, like this is just you know, pilot star wars have fun you know um but they do have some characters that they have brought in like have you been playing a lot of the story or no uh not particularly i i got to you, the okay. uh the prologue on ace and that mm -hmm. was rough hmm. wait it, it looked rough no ace is the uh the h highest difficulty oh oh 
so you are more delicate but so are the others so is everything else i see yeah so you gotta really just be on your game yeah no it's it's basically just a game of keep your shields up all the time (laughs) yeah like listen right on the d-pad just 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 keep it there keep it there keep it there oh man yeah that 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 sounds brutal um uh yeah i mean how do you feel so i i think the last big point i want to hit on with with squadrons is that if you have if you happen to have a psvr right or even on top of that if you happen to also have a psvr and a flight stick right and a whole setup like that you know i think this game is the one 100 percent because I don't know if you can tell, Arachnite. I feel like this game was meant to be a PSVR only game. 100%. You know? Like, in the way that when you go into, like, the briefing room or go into the hangar, how it's, how it's the movement, like, in a VR game where you just look and you hold a button and you teleport there. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's, like, the same whether you're in VR or not. You know? Which... I think might be just something that I've never played a game that's optimized for VR fully in that way. Maybe maybe that's why. Or maybe this is one of the first big prominent games that um, have a very in-depth VR feature with it. And that's, a le- and that's like a legit mode you can play the game in. Um, but they have a version that is for just a regular display. Uh, so maybe that's why I'm seeing the VR elements so upfront. But... Definitely, this game is, I feel, meant to be played in VR, for sure. Like, you're still going to have fun if you're playing it like us, just on monitors and just, you know, being there. But I think if you cut, like, if you have a VR unit, I think you have to play this game in VR. I, I, I will try it. Do you have a VR? I do. Oh, what the? I didn't even know that. I talk about throwing it all the time. Oh yeah! Oh my God, bro! Try this in VR. What are you doing? Oh my God! I are you kidding me? I I played No Man's Sky in VR. Mm. It like the I'm gonna see how like flying the ship feels different in No Man's Sky compared to this, but I can already tell that it's gonna be a a rough time for me. Hmm because well oh like it's really sickness yeah because i had to close my eyes while flying in no man's sky gotcha i see i see well if yeah if you're uh if your stomach can handle it i would uh implore you to if if you can no pressure but i do want to hear someone's thoughts on this game with vr for sure like i've i have heard people online but like i want to hear from like a direct source you know what i'm saying all right, but I'll try if, it but if it gets too much for you, just it's all good, bro. No worries. I don't want you sick. You know what I'm saying? My small baby stomach. Yeah, I can't have that little stomach all messed up. Come on, come on. Uh, I did play two other games. The first one I'll get through very briefly. Crash Three. I beat it. It's super easy. It's like dumb easy. Um, but I appreciated the diversity within Crash Three in terms of levels. So. That was that. And Arachnite. I beat I think maybe my fourth favorite game this 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 year. Ori and the Will of the Wisps. How was Arachnite. That? It was incredible. 
it was incredible it was amazing it was it was oh my god oh my god dude there's you know moon studios has they got that sauce you know i feel like naughty dog has that sauce you know what i'm saying i feel like who else has the sauce naughty dog has the sauce santa monica has that sauce you know in time like i feel like it's starting to get that sauce with in some of the games and all that mm -hmm. moon studios has the sauce they they there's there's something about ori that is phenomenal phenomenal like and i implore everyone please play ori in the blind forest play ori in the world of wisps and enjoy your time if you love 2d platformers that and and like us and like oh my god like this is literally like the most high budget high quality third like in terms of like visuals and aesthetics the game is gorgeous and 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 it is just so it's 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 like a really powerful thing <laughs> to have like because you you wouldn't think that like a 2d platformer right just that one genre of games would like go in line with like graphic fidelity and like looking visually like visually pretty not just off of the art style you know what i'm saying because you can have a great looking art style but like the actual like visual fidelity looks incredible like ori oh my god dude and the gameplay is fire it's 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 a it's a damn near perfect game you really? know that good yes huh? yes yes yeah and you have game pass so you can i think play both Blind Forest and Will of the Wisps. Ooh. I'm telling you know what? I'm not sure if Blind Forest is on there. It 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 most likely is, if I'm led to believe correctly. I'm pretty sure it is. I'm like 99% sure. But my boy, I definitely recommend it. It is it is one of it is one of the top 2D platformers of this generation for me. Really? For sure. Yes. It is my favorite thing out of out of Xbox Game Studios. Damn. By a mile. I'm gonna By a mile. By a mile. Yeah. By a mile. Granted, have I played a lot of Xbox game studios games? No. <laughs> to be fair. But damn, Ori is Ori is phenomenal. Ori's like Ori's one of those that if if Will of the Wisps never came to Switch, I would have heavily considered getting Game Pass in some sort of facet. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But I digress. Those are some of the games you've been playing. Let's get into some games. We uh we got we got some things to discuss. Right? Got some things we're talking about. First up, in case you guys aren't aware, PS Plus October games to get announced. Just for you guys to lay them out for the crowd, in case you guys uh want to pick these up or redeem them. This is gonna be the last PS Plus month that we have outside of PS5. So we'll see what happens next month with PS5. What's the first PS5 PS Plus game? We don't know, but for October. 2020 you'll get neighbor speed payback and vampire which which vampire of course it's developed by don't nod it's a like rpg where you're a vampire and all that good stuff and a uh, neighbor speed pay payback is need for speed you know i don't think it needs that much of a that much of a defining thing no. and there's also this one thing that i guess yesterday well hmm, okay friday october 2nd there was something like going on twitter where Bloodborne was on PS Plus. Yeah, for, no, for, 
members. Mm-hmm. I saw that. But then I saw that it got taken down and it's not anymore. Tragic. I don't know. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird. I mean, I already had Blood Blow in the first time they put it on PlayStation Plus, so I was all good with that, but hopefully you scored it if you didn't. But oh well. Iraq Knight. I keep my PS5 receipt for my pre-order in my safe. Is that a bit hyperbolic? A little bit. Is it? Because, I mean, like, I don't know. Like, I could have put it in my wallet, but my wallet is such a movable thing. Like, you know, it's opening, it's in and out, you know? It's in my back pocket, you know? I'm, I'm sitting down there sometimes. So, like, I feel like there's a lot of, you know, wear and tear that could potentially happen with this receipt. Of course. You know? So I just locked it away. But a lot of people are going to have to lock those away until 2021 because uh, uh, at least a GameStop in, you would say Ireland. (laughs) Wow, oh my God. (laughs) If someone's (laughs) Irish. Wait, but that's right, right? If like someone's Irish, they're from Ireland? Yes, that is correct. Perfect. (laughs) So... A GameStop in Ireland uh, says this via Pushquare. Once again, once again, links below in the description to follow along for these articles. This is from Pushquare. A GameStop in Ireland uh, says that its stores won't be able to send PS5 consoles to all pre-orders in time for release day. Uh, the reports came from VGC originally, and the the retailer has been sending messages to some PS5 pre-order holders, informing them that their next-gen console won't be with them until sometime in 2021 and they blame circumstances out of their control due to this issue so i've been refreshing my email Arachnite. so far so so far knock on wood that was my tape knocked on wood gentlemen knock on wood. uh so far my previous five period is good i do want to go at some point and pay it off and make it very clear to them what 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 Oh, I was just going to say, it's like just to confirm that it's still there. Yeah. The moment to confirm, but also be like, listen, I have given you guys money. All right. On November 12th, I want the product. All right. <laughs> like, I don't want to threaten them, but I might. You know? I mean, I don't you know. You got to do I mean, what you got to do. Hey. Like in Endgame, whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. Because, look, if they tell me, yo, Kev, guess what? (laughs) Your PS5 is coming next year. I'm going to flip something. All right. I'm going to take a a Kohl's shopping cart and run it into GameStop. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, that, yeah, so, so. I may I may be doing that soon, but how do you feel about all this? Like, like, did you ever see this coming? Did you ever see this whole thing coming with PS5 pre-orders being so wishy-washy for some people and different countries and all that? And do you buy that it's really out of their control? What are your thoughts? What are your thoughts? This pre like pre-orders and just ordering things the last few months has been a nightmare across the board. Very true. The, uh, the graphics cards, PS5 and the Xbox Series X have all had tumultuous uh, cycles of ordering, to say the least. I... 
I don't believe it's like in like I think they overestimated or underestimated rather the demand. Maybe. It's like I don't know. I don't know. It's just with with everything going on and there are extenuating circumstances like I don't blame them with considering everything going on. And yeah, yeah. Yeah, right, right. So, it's just like it could have been handled a little better. But I don't know. I don't blame anybody. Mm. I think it's just a it's uncontrollable timing, but still bad timing. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, like, it's because I don't like I feel like I feel like they were I feel like they were in a position where they saw how much demand was and how much we were talking about PS5. Right. And I don't think they could feasibly like physically have the means to meet that demand, you know? Like, th that's what I think. And then you couple that with all of the restrictions with the virus and everything. And you just have this, where some people aren't going to get it. And that sucks, you know? But I don't really know who to blame at that point, you know? Like, like it doesn't matter just consequence of just 2020, you know? But, oh, well. I'll be making sure that I make sure my, my career is locked down for the channel. I can't wait. But Arachnite, we did it. We did it. Last week we talked about services, right? We talked about what we wanted within the menu and UI. Definitely check that out. That was episode seven of Road to PS5. Did did you see this article, Arachnite? Did you see what we did? What did we do? Sir, we willed something on the PS5 to existence. Alright. I'm gonna read this here, okay? So there's been some new code that's been uncovered on the web-based version of the PlayStation Store that teases some of the new features that we might see in the PS5. So first and foremost, it says this line of code here, quote, your wish list isn't available on this website. You can find it on a PS5. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Our power. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> then it says it looks like you'll uh, be able to create parties with up to 100 people, which why? Why? Hundred people parties. How is that? I guess that'd be useful for like if if like you could somehow make a party and bring them all into like a battle royale. I guess that could be useful, but like no way. Hundred friends. I most certainly don't. That's only good for like streamers. I can fill like maybe a free for all match with my friends. Maybe. You know, maybe. Dude. Probably a gunfight in Modern Warfare. <laughs> it, it's a struggle to fill an Among Us game for me. Oh, man. Uh, man. But, but uh, so yeah, so we may be able to create parties of up to 100 people. You can also share music playlists with your pals, which is pretty cool. And uh, there's also a reference to something called a takedown. They're not sure what that entails, but a takedown as well. And then... Also, looks like uh, backwards compatible titles that support PSI boost mode uh, will be marked as such. So there'll be a certain indication that this game is boosted by PS5, um, even though it's a PS4 game, you know? So that's 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 pretty cool. And yeah, that's, uh, that's pretty much what we got. Oh, and they also have a page on the PlayStation website 
that is referencing directly backwards compatibility like a full page that's dedicated to backwards backwards compatibility on ps5 allegedly i think but it's offline right now so it's quite interesting man what are your thoughts we got wish list we got playlist we got up to 100 people what the hell is the takedown boost mode and the backwards compatibility uh page backwards compatibility page Takedown is where you just kick someone out of the party. Like, it's just, like, it's like, oh, they're being sus, and then they vote them out. Maybe it's like you squeeze your your dual sense, and their haptic feedback goes off, so it's like you're fucking grabbing them and throwing them out of the party. No? No, a little much. No? No. If that's true, though, feel free to toss me out of the party, okay? It's all good. Cause it's, everybody squeezes their controllers <laughs> until you're if, if all 99 people in a 100 person party squeeze their controllers yours just breaks it just just uncontrollably just vibrates and just shatters yeah. mm -hmm. hate to see it hate to hate see, to it. see it. but is there anything here on this that really catches your eye that you really want to see I'm just I'm just excited they're taking pieces of our advice. That is very true. We have influence, Arachnite. We fucking did it. Uh, where is our kit, if I may be so bold? That's what I'm saying. That's Listen, we're going to get to it later on in the episode, but big ups to Japan, right? I saw a lot of YouTubers there getting their PS5, but what about the biggest PS5 podcast in the world? You love to see it. Not the biggest PlayStation podcast. The biggest PS5 specific podcast. Specifically. Yes, absolutely. That 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 singularly handles PS5. You know. For me, honestly, I want to hear more about this backwards backwards compatibility webpage. Not so much the PS5 boost mode. But I wanna cause if they have a full page, they can't just do the boost mode and that's the only thing that they cover. I think there's more to it. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Have you heard about those things about the remastering engine on PS Now and that is allegedly like a real thing? Very briefly. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's still making the rounds as of like last night. I saw stuff about it. And it's like, if that is true, I'm going to be so intrigued. Like, that's going to be so interesting. If like they figure out a remastering engine for, for PS Now that allows all the PS Now games that are PS3, PS2, and PS1 to be downloadable and played locally that's going to be so interesting to me man i don't know absolutely we'll no. see yeah I'm, I'm not particularly holding my breath for it but it's it's still interesting to at least talk about even though i don't think it's that likely at this point but oh well doritos strikes again arachnite they're back Wait, was it Doritos the first time? Yeah, I believe so. I think it was. I forget. I forget. But Doritos is back. Just a quick one. Uh, so they're doing something where each Dorito bag, if it's labeled like the PlayStation 5, you know, marketing and all that, will have a specific symbol. One of the PlayStation sacred symbols, if you will. Of course, the circle, square, triangle, and X slash cross, whatever you want to say. 
Do you prefer X or cross? Uh, I always just say X. Yeah, same. same. Well, you have to find all four of these to win a prize. So one of those... Wait, so let's see. So alternatively, you can participate... Hold on. Let's see if inside of you. So promotional bags will be available across the UK. And uh, with each carton, including a code that you can enter into a website for a chance to win the PS5. Okay, cool. Or... You can participate in the augmented reality game, hunting for virtual Dorito packets around your area in search of PlayStation symbols. Collect all four, circle, square, triangle, and X, and you'll win a PS5, as well as 1,000 of instant, wait, as well as thousands of instant PlayStation prizes. Interesting. Interesting. And it looks like this is only in Europe. I don't think this is in the US. Wow. They finally get but, something, huh? Yeah, I mean, hey, they get the PS5 late, so I guess, you know, I guess it's a fair trade. Perfectly guess, balanced. As all things should be. All things should be. But, uh, that's cool. So, if anyone from Europe tries this, definitely let me know how it goes. Let me, let us, let, let us know your thoughts. Next up here, this one's a little bit quicker because I just think this is interesting above all else, you know? Apple TV Plus, if you don't know, Arachnite, is the specific Apple streaming service, right? So there's this, uh, like, uh, what, what, what's on there? Oh, there was a show, show with Jason Momoa where, like, they're blind and everything. That sounds really dumb. Daredevil. But, <laughs> like, like, a whole, like, species of humans are, like, blind. You know? Like, everyone's blind, I think. And, like, I don't know. Like there's there's that show whatever it's a it's a it's a streaming service on on Apple TV, um, but it looks like there have been some moves from a report that comes to us by Nine to Five Mac that uh, there is an addition to HomeKit, which is a framework which is a framework that uh, like essentially allows you to use your iPhone to control other smart devices in your home, so like lights and speakers and all that. But there was something in the code where you will be also uh have access to connect your home kit with the playstation app so it seemingly that you could somehow control a ps5 via that as well as uh you know there are some things that are pointing to an application that is a apple tv plus app that will allow you to play different shows and use that streaming service which i think is weird because it's apple and they never put their shit on other things. You know what I'm saying? Like, the only thing we have that's like really major that uh, is like an Apple thing on a whole, on like a whole different platform is that you can get Apple Music on an Android phone if you want, you know? So, I just thought it was interesting. Hmm. You know? I, just cause like, it's weird. Yeah, well, but, I suppose it's the first time for everything. Yeah. I don't even use any of the media apps my, on my PlayStation 4, honestly. I, I have an Apple TV, so that's what I do. Yeah, I. it's not something I would use, but I'm sure someone will get use out of it. Yeah, I'm getting Apple TV Plus when they uh, do the Apple One subscriptions. Have you heard about that? I have not. Okay, so Apple One essentially is going to be $15 for the lowest tier, which I'm going to get. And it has Apple Music. Apple Arcade, Apple TV Plus, 
and 50 gigabytes of iCloud storage for $15 a month. Not bad. Definitely not bad, considering that I pay $10 for Apple Music right now just by itself. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? $5 I mean, Spotify, eight. baby. But... <sighs> All right. What are we gonna do? It's that easy. Yeah, it's that easy. I just don't like the color, green. It's, like it's, it's never my thing. It, dude, it's black and green. This is not. This is not you know, hence not, why I, hence why I don't like Xbox. True. I I'm not a huge fan of green either, but. All, all huge, you, all huge you gotta, fan of five dollars. Huge fan of five dollars though. Five dollars a month is not bad. If, I mean, listen, I am telling you, if you could change the color of the actual application, like not like the app on your on your home screen, but like the actual layout in the Spotify UI, and make it a different color, I'd be low key more inclined to get Spotify. Are you I'm seriously telling me that you're willing to pay double? Uh-huh. Just because of the color green? Listen, I make a lot of dumb choices with my money. <laughs> for, the, for the color green. Listen, color, listen, I like the aesthetic of a lot of different well, you things. Can, you, you can change the color on your app screen now with uh, the I newest know updates. Yeah, but I can't change the innards of the Spotify app, you know? Then close your a, eyes. <laughs> I, <laughs> close your eyes. I need to like have a whole blue type thing. Even though you know what, some might say, "Hey, Kev, Apple Music is not blue. Apple Music is just aesthetically pleasing to me more than more than Spotify. You know, right. at least it's not fucking green. You know. But what do you no. think about the colors of the PS Five? At first, I wasn't feeling the white, but honestly, it's really growing on me now. I. I mean, I fuck. Oh, I mean, yeah, I yeah. love the blue. Come on, man. Like, right. like. I love the blue. Like I know when the PS5 is on, and the and it's gonna be that blue hue coming from the vents. Like, dude, that's gonna look so fucking hot. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm eagerly waiting a variant. I I think a variant like a Spider-Man variant because the Spider-Man PS4 sold very well to the extent of my knowledge. Uh huh. So. Yeah. That's that's free money. That's easy money for them. It is. I I am more than willing to wait for a Spider-Man variant because mm-hmm. I know that like I don't know. The there's not a lot there that it's like that I can't just play on my PS4 like Forbidden West and hopefully like I don't know like uh, I'll be able to play Miles Morales and Forbidden West and then we'll figure out what happens with God of War. Yeah, but I am not in a rush to get a PS5. So if there's a Spider-Man variant released, that is an instant cop. Right. I'm willing to fight anybody to get one. I'll throw down them. I'm not above beating up a kid. Hey, neither am I. Look, as as I like to say, fuck them kids. Fuck them kids. You know what I'm saying? I remember looking a kid dead in the face when they got my PS4, and I was like, "Sorry, sir." Um, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, go get a Wii U, sir. Child, 
turn around. The Nintendo section's over there. Okay? I, when I got the Spider-Man 4 Collector's Edition at GameStop, uh -huh. I got the last one. And they're like, oh yeah, this is the last one. And there was still a huge line of people outside. That happened with me too at my PS4. There was like five people behind me. Yeah. Like, okay, this gentleman right here is the last one that has it. Everyone behind him, there's no more PS4s. I was like, damn. Damn. That's an L. Crazy. That's yeah, I was like, man. Honestly, that was too much power for me to handle at a, what was that, 15? I Yeah, I would have walked yeah. out of there real fast. I would never forget. My dad looking me dead in the face once I got the PS4 box was like, you, I, this is your responsibility. If, right. you, if we get a, mugged, it's on yeah, because you. There's a lot of people in this Walmart, right? And you're going to hold on with two hands. If it gets stolen, like, because like, because someone could easily cop it and then check it out and just leave. Yeah. You know? So, and my dad was still shopping with, with my mom. So, I had to protect the PS4 with my life. So, that's how it goes. That's how it goes. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm complete side note B before we get to kind of like one of the main topics we got for, for today, honestly. I'm a little bit kind of scared to to pick up my my PS5. You know what I'm saying? Why? I'm a dude. It, it, listen, it, it's a crazy world we live in, bro. I feel like I don't know, man. And I feel like the, the, the PS5 low key, high key is in some in some pretty high demand right now, you know? Like, yo, I mean, I think there's a reasonable case that perhaps someone could harm me for my PS5. Um, you know? I, I'm like, you want a bodyguard? Like, you want to go get grab it together and I'll like back you damn, up? Damn. Something. I, I mean, I know, like, you know, I usually don't get messed with in public, right? With like strangers. Like, I have no fear walking in the middle of the night in a parking lot, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, shout out to I'm big not, men. Yeah, that of course. But like, I'm not saying I'm like the rock status. But like, I'm not no, you know, you know, slim Jim that could potentially be a target for uh, getting mugged and robbed or whatever. You know what I'm saying? I've like never even had like the suspicion of that could be a threat in my life, right? Again, once again, shout out to men, of course. Yeah. Uh, but this time, I don't know, man. I feel like I might bring a duffel bag with me and like put the PS5 in the duffel bag. You know? No, that that's that makes it easier. Like you need to like strap it on. Like you know, like one of those like baby carriers that you put I'm on your chest. A, yes, yes. <laughs> I, need a, I, I need a PS5 like strap on my chest because at at least like you know the walk from the parking lot to the GameStop is legit like ten steps, right? So I just want to go in, get the shit, and get out. Like, I need that to be fast, you know? Expeditiously. Yeah. Getting kind of worried, man. I don't know. I don't know. I'll oh, back you up. Also, oh, thank you, Ken, sir. Also, side note, I also moved my desk again. So I shifted everything once again out of paranoia that the PS5 is not going to fit on my desk. I think it will. I think, I think there's enough space here where we're going to be okay. But I really can't tell. You know, I'm hoping, which might as well just segue into this. Um, as of as of this recording, 
you guys have probably seen a ton of hands-on with the ps5 already because y'all are in the future right we are re we are recording this saturday at 1 p.m our time right so in about 12 hours as of this recording the japanese preview uh people that are on youtube have already posted their ps5 hands-on and different stuff like that right it's happening in the middle of the night for us so unfortunately we will not be covering it here on this episode next week we will of course cover it right i want to do uh, and like hopefully throughout the week next week there's more stuff that comes out with this session of them doing previews and all that and we will cover all that next week right so no i know this is kind of a weird episode where there's a lot of stuff that we know that is already out there that we are not going to cover but it is what it is right wait what was i saying from there oh right so i'm hoping with this preview that they will be able to do some in real life size comparisons right because i want to see the ps5 next to a ps4 pro and how does that look and relate that to my setup you know yeah i i'm a little concerned because i it's gonna be a tight fit definitely bro that and i mean we did kind of get our first to scale picture as far as i'm aware of the ps5 like next to a human holding a dual sense as well you know it is massive dude that's a big boy he be such a big boy such a big boy you know so hefty you know i'm excited though I, i i'm very very excited to see this ps5 see how it looks in the real life you know see how big it is um because it it it's it definitely looks meaty meaty you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. um but in in spite of all that we did get some leaks all right did you see the ui leak i did not actually so it is on the dock if you want to, if you want to take a look at that and there's some screenshots but there's a lot of stuff here that suggests that this could be fake um, for multiple reasons. Ew, right? dude, somebody's got to clean that monitor. But that's the thing, right? If you look in the bottom right, you can clearly see a mouse cursor. Hmm. See what I'm saying? Yeah. So I don't know what we're looking at here. It's also in like, Russian. Yeah, it's also in Russian, so I can't read anything on this. This but looks it, like the PS3 UI. Okay, I see what you're getting that for sure. I see what you're getting that. I think it's like the overall like amount of how small the UI elements seem to be in comparison to the amount of space on the menu. Yeah, right? it it definitely is a PS3 esque type of style going on, but. I do think if you look at the third picture, actually, where uh, I see the words Play- PlayStation Network, right, and a whole bunch of Russian, you can see on the bottom that, like, there are the rows of icons that are very similar to PS4 as well, in a way, where, like, like it seems like it's it's on the lower part of the screen, and the and the middle and upper part of the screen are showing, are showing elements of what you're hovering over. You know what I'm saying? I does that uh, kind of make sense? No, yeah, no, I follow you. It's 
I don't know what to think of it. The only thing that I can confidently say is this person needs to clean their monitor. Mm-hmm. Yo, that thing dusty, bro. That thing dusty, bro. Listen, man, just 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 get the old t-shirt. Call the day. We did get some interesting things about some sizes of some things, right? So we know that the PS5 has an 825 gigabyte SSD, right? Right. We also garnered that Astro's Playroom will use up 2.4 gigabytes of space on the PS5. So it's probably going to be a very, very small experience, very, very small game. It's definitely going to be a glorified tech demo, which I'm fine with. You know what I'm saying? I I'm so excited to play it. You know, I think it's, I think it'd be interesting. Um, but what it also tells us is that the PlayStation 5's capacity with the OS included, right? is going to be 664 gigabytes out of the box. How we feel about that size? Well, yeah, there's like with with the operating system and all that it makes sense. And like with with everything that needs to be included for something like that to work, like it definitely makes sense. Like I I have an SSD I like for my SSD that I have in my computer that just has my operating system. It took a decent chunk of it. Really? Yeah. An operating system isn't just a gigabyte. Like it has all the processes that your computer needs to function. Yeah, yeah. No, I definitely understand that like there was gonna be a solid amount taken off. Yeah. Of and that like, eight eight twenty. And like Astros will probably is pre-installed, I believe. Yes, Astros Playroom is pre-installed. Yes, yes. Just remove that real quick. If you can, I if you can. can, I will find a way. <laughs> I need that two point five gigs back, y'all. I need it back. I'm not playing with you. It um six twenty four is not great. Yeah, it's definitely definitely not best right and like i know me personally i think here's my plan right so this plan is going to be heavily inspired by a content creator that i follow a lot he is the host of weapon wheel podcast he's on twitter at broken games hd right shout out to him he goes by bg for short right shout out to bg right he went on this whole this whole monologue last episode of weapon wheel where he's like listen Everyone look at your PS4, all right? And really look at how many games are you playing on a day-to-day -day basis on that PS4 and how many games are on there that you're not playing, you know? So he, he essentially was like, we all need to learn to let go and the space can be utilized in a correct, in a correctful manner if you just let go of the games that you're not playing currently. You know what I'm saying? Just be free. Be free. If you're only playing through Last of Us Part 2 right now, why is any other game installed? You know? He says if you have anything more than three games installed at one time, you're insane. You know? Yeah. It's like, look. You got your multiplayer game that you're playing right now, and you got a single player game that you're playing right now. 
and maybe one other thing. What else do you need? What else? I yeah no I I do week games as soon as I'm done with them. Yeah yeah yeah. I don't really. I mean, I don't because my PS4 has like two terabytes in there. So I mean, I'm always just chilling on that thing. Like I have never. It's like maybe twice a year where I have to go through and like delete some stuff. You know. Yeah, but fair. I think that's gonna be my plan. But definitely, I will be getting an external SSD or one that I can swap uh, internally to be able to uh, get more space for sure. Like, I'm definitely going to get more space eventually, but I'm going to have to work with 664 uh, when, I, when I first get my PS5, and I will report back on how easy that is or how hard it is. You know? We'll see. We'll see. I think I just need to adapt. I think I just, I think I just need to learn to adapt for this brief mirror time. This isn't uh, excusing that, yeah, 664 in 2020 isn't the biggest amount of space at all. Right. And I think with Xbox is what, like eight something, I think, with them out of the box? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, because they have a terabyte. So I think theirs is like eight something out of the box. You know what I'm saying? So definitely better. Definitely better for sure. But I will find a way. You know what I'm saying? Hmm. I, I hate you hate to see it, but... I don't know. I I'm not I'm not too stressed. I I made the 500 gigs work on the original like base PS4 back when I got it. So how long did it did, did uh did uh that work? How long? The entire time. I never really had any issues with it. Like oh shit, for real? Yeah, I I made it work. Like was it tough? Not particularly. Like. Um, there were a few games that I kept that I knew that I just wanted to keep playing. Mm-hmm. It's like, this is a game, like, I, I, these were games that, like, I knew that I played frequently. Like, sometimes it's like, you know what, I'm in the mood to play Spider-Man. So I'll just pop in Spider-Man and play. Right. But there, there were some games that after I was done for the first time, it's like, you know what? It'll probably be a while before I want to replay this again. I'm going to uninstall it. And it's not like it's gone. Like, it's like for Bloodborne. After I was done with Bloodborne, I was like, yeah, that was a good time, a great time. I had a fun. I had fun. Going to uninstall it now. I'm done. So I uninstalled it, and if I wanted to play it, then I would just reinstall it. Right. Um. But... You know, uh, I made 500 gigs work. Like, out of 500, there was probably 150, 200 designated to games that I play frequently, like Uncharted 4, Spider-Man, stuff like that. Right, right. Other than that, when I played Modern Warfare on PS4, that pretty much took up all the, the rest of the space. I was like, wow, this is trash. Yeah, yeah, and then that's... And that's totally like another thing too is that like hope and the what we've heard from both sides of the aisle right and like what what we've heard about games being able to be on ssds is that they no longer have to copy multiple assets so the size of games should go down in theory Hopefully. as we get into the generation you know we'll see if that's true you know what i'm saying because i kind of feel like they might not go down as hard as we think because 
games might just get bigger. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like that's another thing that could happen as well. Like, like the like actual data, that, like a hundred gigabyte PS5 game might be, you know, towards the end of the generation might be way more impressive and way bigger and way better than a hundred gigabyte PS4 game at the end of this gen. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But 100 gigs is still 100 gigs, you know? I mean, so we'll see. We'll see. But we shall see. But since we have a more clearer, you know, view of the PS5, and uh, this week was a whole thing because we had the Spider-Man stuff. It was, very, it was a very busy week, so I did not get to tweet out the question for the topic of this episode. And plus, I was kind of, like, figuring out what topic to do because, honestly... I'm a little bit concerned that Sony's silence. How do you feel right now? Let's 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 take a moment to to do a little like assessment. Like, how are you feeling overall with Sony and PlayStation Five, and like how it's being talked about or the lack of talk? I'm chilling. Chilling. Yeah, I, I I don't feel like there is any reason particularly to just to overthink it at, mm-hmm. at this current juncture like it is what it is whether it be good or bad like all we can do now is just wait and listen to the news on what we have like in the information that we have so right. we we know what we're going to be getting we know a general idea of what we're going to be working with so you know, say lovey. Like, I I think it'll be a good time regardless. I will be looking forward to it regardless. So why stress ourselves out over it? Right now, I'm a little bit stressed. All right, now, okay, now by the time the viewers hear this, right, nothing what we said here will make any sense because maybe tonight when the Japanese uh, content creators get to unveil the PS5 and all that, maybe that's when we will finally see the menu UI. Maybe at that point, we will see all of the answers that we need, like, you know, about just, just, just about, I mean, mainly it's wild to me that we're 40 days from when the PS5 launches and we don't know what the menu looks like. We don't have a teardown yet. You know what I'm saying? Like, maybe that's all happening this month. And I feel like, saying maybe is like a little bit too generous because i feel like it definitely is going to happen this month right like there's no way we learn stuff about this console on like november 1st before before leading up to release like two weeks before like two weeks prior right? right i mean you know so maybe by the time you you guys hear this you know there's impressions about the menu and all that and like we've seen all that and it's dandy and whatever you know what i'm saying um but I think it's just definitely weird how sound they're being, considering that, you know, we have Microsoft making a ton of noise right now with the Xbox. You know, they just bought Bethesda. They had previews this week from different American content creators that got hands-on Series X and everything. And, like, that's been cool to see. Um, but I feel like, man, yo, I need I need, I need, need some info, you know? I don't know, man. I don't know. They- Am I maybe, – maybe I'm being impatient, too. Hmm. My – I kind of, I kind of respect the elusiveness from Sony. Mm, the, interesting. There, you have two sides of the spectrum on how to generate 
publicity and hype surrounding your console. There is the Xbox approach where you are bombastic and you are loud and proud and you was like, yeah, this is what we're doing. Hype. And Sony, it's more of a slow bubbling hype for people that are passionate about the console like we are. Like we we anticipate news, we we crave new information surrounding this console that we're excited for, and that generates its own discussion. The elusiveness surrounding this generates conversation because with Xbox, you get the news, people talk about it for a few days, and then it's gone until the next piece of news because there's no mystery surrounding it. There's no incentive to discuss it because anything that could be discussed has already been, you know, broken down and elaborated on by other people. So other than that, it's just waiting until you get to you get a you get a burst of excitement and information and then nothing until the next burst. But with Sony, it's like a smooth, consistent hype from the community. They give pieces of information, they show showcases, and that allows people to talk about what they what they see and what they enjoy from this console on their own volition. I don't know. I mean, I, I guess I kind of see where you come from for sure, but I feel like, I don't know. Like, I don't think that PlayStation's doing the best job at marketing the PS5 right now. I, I personally don't think so. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm maybe maybe I'm tripping. I don't know. But like, um, like with with all the news about the saves and all that, how I you know it's it's looking for like a lot of, of different games, and and then we have two games confirmed. Uh, off the top of my head, I forgot them. Dirt Five is one of them, and another game. Oh, uh, Yakuza, Yakuza Zero? No, Yakuza like a no. dragon? Yeah, like a dragon. Thank you. Yeah. So what uh, those two will have PS4 upgrades to PS5, right? For free. Um, but the save file won't transfer over from PS4 to PS5. You know? And it's yeah. like how? Why? You know? Cuz the if if the 1X like if you start Dirt 5 or like a dragon on a on a on a one X, you can bring that save over to a. Wait, yeah, one X to a Series X. You know, like like that's happening. What is wrong with the PS4 and the PS5? Why why isn't that a thing? You know what I'm saying? It's like little things like that. You know, that are like, huh? You know, and also, now I'm getting like a little worried too. Of like, are they? gonna stop doing free ps plus games for ps5 every month because now we have the instant game collection there's questions like that i have like there's 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 definitely a lot of questions that i think need to be addressed relatively soon and while we as a community can talk about that and get hyped about the speculation of like what what playstation plus instant uh collection could be and you know prophesizing and like hoping for a fix on the save side of things for the games that you start on ps4 and go to ps5 and all that like we can talk about that like that that's cool but i definitely feel like at a certain point we gotta get an answer from playstation 
about this, you know? Oh. Yeah, I get that. There, there, there's a clear delineation between too little and too much information. Yeah. Like, I, I, I feel like they'll be elaborated on this all on this month because we had to. The last showcase, the thing that people were there for was the price of a console. Very that, true. Very like true. the thing that people are looking forward to more than the games, more than anything else was the price so i don't know this month could be the month where it's like hey but you know i kept you waiting huh and then they just like here's what the ps5 looks like this is what the ui looks like this is like like answers here 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 and here like just like a massive info dump before the release of their console yeah I could use like a state of play dedicated to just hey guys let's just sit down I know we were silent ah, da, da. let's talk about the 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 PS5 we have we have garnered an FAQ menu that we are gonna go through and talk about the nitty-gritty of PS5 for the hardcores you know what I'm saying um yeah like like that's what I would love personally you know what does the create button do did you know that we don't know what the fuck the create button does yet Iraq hmm. night like we know that of course it'll be a evolution to the share button where of course that's how we'll be able to uh, upload screenshots take screenshots all that great stuff right but they did emphasize that hey this is a different thing than than the share button it's an adaptation of the share button and they still haven't explained what the hell it does you know yeah like that's kind of wild while on the Xbox side, we know of quick resume. We know of uh, 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 you know all these different things that the Series S can do. Granted, now because they have their hands-on coverage, and we are on the heels of getting the PS5 hands-on coverage, literally hours away. Yeah, you know. Which I mean, hey guys, if you're watching this episode and I did a 2 a.m. stream, <laughs> leave a like on the podcast, all right? Because <laughs> I'm gonna need it. Because I'm gonna be tired as hell Sunday morning. But, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm definitely not in any shape or form, like, you know, regretting my purchase. Because to me, the PS5 is 100% an investment. Like, I know that no matter what, in spite of, like, PlayStation's, like, really, uh, you know, questionable marketing of this PS5 right now and, like, how silent they're being, that doesn't change what the first party's got going on and cooking for this generation. You know, it it does not change that at all. You know, and like I know, bottom line that like I buy a console for the fucking games, and PlayStation about to have some bangers. You know what I'm saying? Right. So for me, like I'm still, ever since I put in that pre-order, I'm still happy with it. I still cannot wait for it. I still think about it daily. You know, I love how close it is to like, cause it would have been crazy if like it was a regular year and we got our pre-orders like back in like june and we had to wait all this time you know now it's like on the heels of it like like we're like at it at its doorstep yeah like yeah kind of it's like same feeling like those last few episodes of road to part two before the game released Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. we're like now right in that zone where like it was like day 50 day 40 where it was like oh shit 
like things are getting real, guys. Like like we almost have part two, you know? Yeah, the game. Like I'm definitely coming out. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm definitely starting to feel like, oh man, like PS5 is almost here. Like it is next month. It is next month. That is wild to me. This is my last full month with the PS4. You know? Damn. Oh man, it's good stuff. It's good stuff. Good, good stuff. stuff. But in spite of all that, I did want to go over with you, if I may, some of the former launch titles for PlayStation consoles and how it all compares and what we think about the PS5 launch lineup. Because now we have that set in stone for the most part, unless something crazy happens where they announce like, you know, Ghost of Tsushima Legends is coming at launch or like Factions 2 is coming at launch or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Besides the wild cards we have at play, we pretty much know what is the PlayStation 5 lineup in, in terms of launch, right? So I know we covered this during the uh, crazy and uh, very poorly executed, very poorly planned on my part, all PS5 confirmed games. <laughs> but we do have a new addition to this list. We do. It's called The Pathless. That got announced this week to be a launch PS5 title. A game that I'm definitely looking forward to as well. Really, really interested. I'm not sure if I'll play it on PS5. It is coming on Apple Arcade. I feel like I may play it there just because I already have access to it via that. But I kind of... I'm going to wait till reviews come out and see if it will be worthwhile playing on PS5. But I digress. I'm going to take it all the way back, Christian. May I? Oh my god, I called you Christian. Alright, yeah. I'm gonna take it all the way back, may I? I I insist. And are you gonna and may I humbly apologize for calling you Christian? Oh you're good. It's a compliment. I don't know. I don't know, you uh sent a little sent a little a little uh you know, attitude in in your voice. Do we need to do we need to step outside or something? I sound the exact same as I always sound. <laughs> <laughs> PlayStation one. The U.S. launch was September 9th, 1995. Do you know any of these games firsthand? Have you played any of these games firsthand? Uh, I played Street I, Fighter the movie. You did? I did. I was going to ask you, so it's Street Fighter the movie, the game. What the fuck is that? Well, Or is it like a literal movie that like you, you can watch on PS1? You... Well, no, it's Street Fighter, the movie, the game. Okay. Interesting. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's weird. <laughs> so it's you can miss that one without without right. missing too much. I think I know of the air combat. If that's I don't know if I'm I don't know if I'm getting confused with Ace Combat. I think I might be getting getting those two confused. So I think besides that, I think the only two ones I know. That I've played at least in their series is Rayman and and Ridge Racer. There is NBA Jam here that I know it gets a lot of buzz. So from top to bottom, it's Air Combat, Battle Arena, Toshiden, ESPN Extreme Games, Kalik the the DNA Imperative, NBA Jam Tournament Edition, Power Serve 3D Tennis, The Raiden Project, Rayman, Ridge Racer, Street Fighter the Movie, The Game, <laughs> Total Eclipse Turbo, and Zero Divide. So, if you know those games, let us know down below. Are they good? Are they bad? Let us know your thoughts. But we move on to PS2, bro. O October 26, 2000. 
There is a lot of games here. All right. I'm just going to start naming ones that look interesting. Uh, time splitters, I've heard about a lot. I know, I know that one's a, that one's a, that one's a well, um, what's the name? Uh, a well-renowned series. Have you played Time Splitters? Just in an arcade. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Okay. There's Street Fighter Ridge Racer Five. Damn, they went from one to five just on a single. Damn. All right. Okay. All right. They were they were working. Okay. NHL. We got Madden. We got Midnight Club. I love Midnight Club back in the day. Dynasty Warriors, Dead or Alive 2. So it looks like at least with this launch, there's a lot of diversity with this launch lineup. You know, got some sports games in here, got some story games, got some racing games. You know, it looks like we, it looks like that one's a good one, right? Yeah. Moving on to PS3, something that we definitely definitely know a little bit more more about here. Uh, we got Call of Duty Three. Madden NFL 07, Marvel Ultimate Alliance, which is wild to think that the first one was out in 2006. That's wild to me. Uh, we got NBA 2K7, NHL 2K7, Insomniac Games, Resistance, Fall of Man. Apparently, that's a great game. Apparently, that's a great franchise. I have, I have yet, yet to play that, but I do now have the means to play it at some point. I will get around to that trilogy. Ridge Racer 7, Tony Hawk's Project 8, Tiger Woods PGA Tour. Until Legends. Is there any game here that you directly played? Because I feel like definitely this is where we'll start to see stuff that we have probably played. Yeah, this is where we come into play. Yeah, uh, for sure. Here, just Ultimate Alliance. Oh, so you... What, what was it like back then? Because I played Ultimate Alliance 3, and that's the only Ultimate Alliance game I played. It. I was, I was very young when I played Ultimate Alliance. I didn't know what was going on, mm. but I just wanted to play Spider-Man. <laughs> makes sense. It makes sense. Definitely makes sense. Definitely makes sense. Yeah. I hear good things about it, but I don't know. Yeah, no, uh, it's a fun game. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It, it, it's cool seeing Call of Duty 3 here, personally, because, like, in the year after, that's when COD 4 came out. Of course, the seminal COD 4 Modern Warfare change the fps game i feel like for sure mm -hmm. um resistance also is pretty cool to see on there ridge 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 is cool did you play tony hawk's project date i did not i was trying to see if you knew about okay I, I did. well ps3 i think um i think it's okay i i i i think it's okay i mean we have a shooter we got sport race skateboard cod I don't know what Blazing Angel Squadrons of World War II is, but there's that. <laughs> but overall, you know, it, it's looking all right. But let's take it back a little bit more recent. November 15, 2013, the PlayStation 4 came out in the U.S. And we got some really good ones here. Hmm. Angry Birds Star Wars. <laughs> Assassin's Creed Black Flag. Battlefield 4. Call of Duty Ghost. FIFA 14. Injustice Gods Among Us. Just Dance 2014, Killzone Childfall, Knack, Lego, Marvel Superheroes, Madden, NFL 25, NBA 2K14, Need for Speed Rivals, Skylander, Swap Force, Warframe, and Zumba Fitness World Party. How are you ever going to top that? Zumba? This, hey, this one's not bad. It's not fun. This one is, this one's, this one's pretty good. I, I mean, you, 
Yeah, sorry, sorry. No, sorry. I interrupted you. I mean, you got Injustice, which I have been dying to play Injustice. Definitely. You know? I feel like a lot of people like it. Oh, it's a, it's sure. really, really fun. Definitely on the layup to PS4, I think what definitely calls out as, like, games that I was looking at a lot going into PS4 was definitely Call of Duty Ghosts, of course, because I was a COD fanboy, right? So, um, Ghosts being the first COD on PlayStation 4 was really wild. Um, also, Killzone Shadowfall, which was heavily marketed alongside the PS, alongside the PS4. And, of course, Knack. Who, who can we forget now? Come on. Come on. You know? Knack is back. Knack is back. There's but, sorry, sorry, but No Knack 3 on the PS5 launch games? Un- unfortunately. I still think that we're going to get a Knack 3. I, I, yeah, probably. <laughs> I know a lot of people hate on Knack. You know what I'm saying? I understand. I understand. But... I feel like there's a solid chance we get that. But out of this list, is there anything in particular that like you were like, oh yeah, like that was my jam back in 2013? Honestly, I had Injustice on the PS3, mm-hmm. so I didn't feel the need to rebuy it on the PS4. Makes sense. Because I had to rebuy, I will not rebuy it, but I had to buy the $10 thing for Ghosts to play it on the ps4 yeah the uh ten dollar upgrade fee yeah and ghosts suck <laughs> ghosts yeah was ghost was trash. ghost was not a good cod so no the ps4 kind of sat dormant for a few years there's a pretty yeah. weak lineup for the ps4 in my opinion yeah yeah definitely definitely um yeah I think PS4's launch is a, is a bit weak. Uh, what actually is not listed here is Resogun. Resogun was a launch. It was the first PS Plus game that came to PS4. So I think maybe that ha- has something to do with why it wasn't included. But I loved Resogun. It was made by Housemark, uh, which right now they are making Returnal for PlayStation 5. Um, Housemark is an amazing developer. I loved, loved Resogun to death. So that was really good for launch as well for PS4. But here we have the Big Daddy PS5, right? So there are 17 games that you will be able to purchase at launch with your PlayStation 5, okay? Technically, Black Ops Cold War comes out the day after, but that's, I mean, you know what I'm saying? You can that's wait like, a day. That's fine. That's like essentially launch to me, right? Technically not, but you know, essentially. We have Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Astro's Playroom, Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War, Demon Souls, sorry, Demon's Souls. I hate that. Why the fuck is it called Demon's Souls? You know what I'm saying? It belongs to a demon who has multiple souls. I mean, I, I understand it's like possessive and it's plural we got going on, but no, no, no. No one says Demon's Souls. Everyone just says Demon Souls. Yeah. You know, everyone just says it singular, <laughs> but. I digress. Demons, Souls, Destruction All-Stars, Devil May Cry 5 Special Edition, Fortnite, Godfall, Just Dance 2021, Man-Eater, Marvel Spider-Man Miles, Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales, Marvel Spider-Man Remastered, NBA 2K21, Observer, System Redux, Sackboy, A Big Adventure, The Pathless, and 
Watch Dogs Legion. I know we're probably biased, right? Because these are definitely current games. And obviously we're going to be a little bit, I feel like, more fond of current games than like previous games, right? And previous generations. I think this one is f pretty fucking solid, dude. No, I absolutely agree. I think we have a lot of variety here that I think it's it's I think it's good. And I think it's particularly good in terms of first party, right? Because you take all the BS about Spider-Man remastered and, and 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 the new Peter Parker and all that. And I get that Spider-Man is a is a is a remaster and Demon Souls is a remake of a of a PS3 game, right? I I, I get it. Right? But overall, like in terms of first party, right? In terms of first party, you got Demon Souls, you got Spider-Man Miles Morales, and you got Spider-Man Remastered. I think that's pretty fucking good, dude. You know? Yeah. I don't know. Like, I get those are all games that. Oh, I mean, I mean, besides Miles Morales, which is a truly new game, you know, and of course Miles Morales also being on PS4 as well. I get that, but. I think overall, like, this this launch is a really, really good launch. I think there's something for everyone here. You know? I think. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Like, I, I'm i really excited for this lineup. Mm -hmm. Even though I'm not getting a console at launch, like, I think it'll still... It's still worthy to take note of. Because, like... And I don't think it's a bias. These are just better games, like... Mmm. I mean, ob objectively speaking, yes, right. Like these would be better games, ob objectively. Yeah, like. Right. What would you rather have? Uh, Demon Souls or Need for Speed Rivals? <laughs> like you can see it, just like at least in my own personal opinion, like. Right. There is a very clear difference because last generation's lineup was pretty weak, and I feel like Sony knew that. So they like kind of like they've been pushing the envelope to like, like it's like all right, we need big, we need bigger games, we need console sellers. Definitely, definitely. So I do want to ask you because I know you don't have a PS5 pre-order. I know you're gonna wait for that brand spake Inspire Man PS5, right? If you did have a PS5 pre-order, right, which games you would get for sure day one? What would be your plan? Demon's Souls and Miles Morales instant. Would you get Miles Morales with remastered too? Yes. Or no? Yeah. Yeah? I'd buy the Ultimate Edition or whatever it's called of Miles Morales, Demon's Souls, and maybe Sackboy. Other than that, that's that's where I'm at. Cold War, I already have it on PC. I okay, so my day one plan, right? Day one plan is definitely Miles Rouse since Batman Remastered because come on, of course, right? So that's gonna be my focus, my like main first game when I get the PS5. 100% is going to be Miles Miles Morales. I'm not playing remastered until we get started on Spider-Man 2 and all that. Because, um, uh, you know, I mean, maybe I might dabble in it a little bit, you know, 
and like play a little bit just to see the new Peter Parker and like how it all works out from that standpoint and just see all the bells and whistles with it. I might just play play a little bit, but I won't do a full playthrough yet, right? I think after that, I can go a few different ways, right? I'm either going to do Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Well, you know what? Scratch that. Of course, everyone gets playroom. So I'm going to play through playroom as well. Of course. You know what right. I'm saying? Because because why not, right? I think... I mean, of course, Black Ops Cold War as well is a day one game. Absolutely. That's going to be like my first multiplayer game. I love Black Ops. You know what I'm saying? So I'm definitely excited for that. Um... So, so definitely that's a day one cop. Sackboy is definitely on the same tier as like, that's going to be, hmm. maybe, maybe I'll play Sackboy while I'm playing Valhalla, right? I'm not sure if I'll give Sackboy a stream series. I'm not sure. I feel like definitely Miles Morales is going to get a stream series, of course, as we announced, Road to Miles Morales, so if we check out that, um, but I, I, I don't know about, I'm, I might not do a Sackboy stream series. I might not. Yeah. But Demon Souls is the big question of that. I get asked every day. Right? Every day, every freaking week, are you going to play fucking Demon Souls? All right. Arachne, I want to ask you for your personal for your personal opinion, right? You have played Bloodborne, correct? Yes. You have played the original Demon Souls or no? No. Okay. Shit. Not not extensively. Do you baby. know? Right, right. But like, do you know about Demon Souls at all? Like, in terms of difficulty, like, um, is like Demon Souls really brutal or? It's it's a Souls game. Yeah. That's that Demon Souls is what paved the way for Dark Souls and Dark Souls for Bloodborne. So, good luck, Charlie. Do it. Do it, coward. <laughs> Play Bloodborne. I'm looking, at, I'm looking at how on the beat. Okay, they're both around the same amount. At least the Demon Souls on PS3 is, is ranked at 31 hours, right? Bloodborne, we're looking at... How long are we looking at for? 34. So, about the same amount, right? I just want to know which one should I play first. Do you think it'd be worth it to play just Demon Souls and just see how I work with that? And then go to Bloodborne? Well, I mean, you have Bloodborne now. I do have Bloodborne now. You're right. You're right. I do have it now. Like, not... why, why would you buy a game? It's like, what if you don't like Bloodborne and how it plays? And I have traditionally not liked Bloodborne. <laughs> like, you know, it's just, it's just been... I don't know, man. It's a whole thing. It's, it's whole like, thing. why would you buy a $60, $70 game and say, wow, I really don't like this game? You're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. So I guess I should just try Bloodborne first. Yeah. And if I if I get through Bloodborne, right, and it, and it comes to pass, hey, you know what, man? I understand Souls games now, you know? I think then I would graduate to Demon Souls, but we'll see. We'll see. And the other big one for me is Godfall, man. I hear <laughs> Godfall is online only. It is? Yeah. Uh, wait. Is it really? I believe so. I saw it on the PS5 subreddit. Godfall is online only. Huh. Well, I mean, here's my main pull of Godfall, right? It's that, like, look. It's a hack and slash, like, 
Borderlands type game, right? It's a it's a looter slasher, if you will, right? And I'm a f- big fan of Borderlands. I love Borderlands, right? I also love melee combat games. Big fan. So I mean, these two things could be interesting if it's good, but I just don't know how the games like if. I would love if Godfall was the first PS Plus game. It's not going to be. And, ooh, that's a good question, too. What do you think is the first PS Plus game out of this list? Because one of these, I think, has to be PS Plus, right? Right. Which which ones are going to be? We Man do know Eater. that... Fuck, it's going to be... Ma- yeah, it's going to be some bullshit. You're right. It's definitely going to be Maneater. I wish it was Destruction All-Stars or Godfall, personally. I I, 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 wish, I wish it was one of those two. Um, oh, my God. Wouldn't it be a fucking wild if they're like, Spider-Man re- Remastered is the PS Plus game. We're going to refund everyone. <laughs> that's, oh, that's a lot of money they lost. Yeah, it's definitely not going to happen at this point. But I would... I would like either Godfall or the Destruction All Stars. Um, the Pathless—they already said that they're not the PS Plus game for uh, for November for the PS5. Maybe Observer System Redux as well could probably be a PS Plus game. I really hope it's Godfall. I would fucking cry because I do want to at least try out that game. I just don't want to pay seventy dollars for it. Yeah, you know that's just not that, that's 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 not happening. All right. I mean, not much to talk about. I I I think definitely going on to the Diddy next last weeks of Road to PS5 is where we're gonna we're gonna get some interesting stuff involving, of course, PS1 history, PS2, PS3 history, and PS4 history as well. Uh, and you know, of course, we're gonna get a lot more info in the coming weeks. We'll probably get a lot more info as of this listening of you guys listening to this podcast because again, this is recorded the day before the hands-on stuff goes live. So, of course, we are missing that whole. Thing, which we will again talk about next episode of Road to PS5. But I think it was kind of nice to overall just get a gut check how we feeling about PS5 at this current point, beginning of October, and uh, the launch games and how they compare, you know, and like what my day one plan is for, for PS5. I think overall, I think we landed the plan in Rack Knight. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I think the Eagle has landed. The Eagle has landed. Rack Knight, where can people find? I am on the PlayStation Source Discord under the same name. I am on Twitter at Orly underscore Macias, where I talk about PlayStation, comic books, you know, all that good stuff. Um, yeah, no, that's that's it for me. You'll love to see it. You'll love to see it. Of course, you have just watched or listened to Road to PS5, the weekly podcast series about any and all things PS5 as we head towards the release of the PlayStation 5. You can catch the show here on YouTube.com as PlayStation Source as well as your favorite podcast service every Sunday at 10 a.m. by hitting the anchor link down below to find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Podcasts, Spotify, and any other major podcast service or by just searching PlayStation Source Podcast Feed. To support the show, you can, of course, like and subscribe as well as become a member of the channel by hitting the join button or the link in the description. The Prince tier and the King tier are $1 and $5 respectively, giving you access to different channel badges, emotes, as well as shoutouts and all PSS content. 
just like the homies Caleb Kaiser, Bashful Brody, Arachnite, and the homie Owen. Follow us on other platforms such as Discord and Twitter down below in the description as well. And definitely hit on those links down below. Not hit on like flirt. I mean, why not? Fuck it. But hit those links down below in the description in, in the description if you want to check out any of these stories that we talked about this week. Arachnite, it's been a pleasure. It has been a pleasure. Thank God for watching. And as always, greatness awaits. See you later. See you later.